0: Hey and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And we are here as always, unscripted and raw. That's right, Daffs. And today we're going to talk about... Cryo-freezing. I was going to say that. Oh. That's okay. I forgive you. Well, it's not much of a surprise to our loyal followers, all three of you, who attempted to listen to us on either your Stitcher app or Podbean Or uh, Google Play Music or iTunes. Yep. Because we have been trying to upload that episode for a long time. And finally, we've just given up. We're going to re record it because, for whatever reason, whenever I try to upload it, it just destroys this whole system, it crashes every device it touches. Anyways, I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere, but <laughs> I just... It's the Amelia Earhart of apps. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, it's not, because she was great at that. It's the anti-Amelia Earhart. Well, if I, she did that one time. Yeah. Uh, we'll just leave it alone. Uh, just leave it alone. Okay. Uh, so, this episode is about cryo-freezing. Mm-hmm. So, Davs, what if cryo-freezing was readily available to the public? Well, some say it already is. Well... Well, I think Walt Disney got frozen or had his head frozen or something. A bunch of people have been like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get frozen at the end. And I'm like, I don't think you know what that means or how that works right now. Yeah, because I think you just come back still dead. Super popsicle. Yeah. So, but, I mean, in general. If if, it worked as advertised. Yeah. If it worked as advertised, how would, what would, would would you do it? And how would it affect, like, everything? in society i think if i were to do it i would do it in stages (laughs) what does that mean like i would i'd be like okay i'm 30 this is great i love what's going on ish i'm gonna cryo freeze myself 10 years and when i would be 40 i'm still 30 but how does that affect anything not much But I get to see (laughs) the future a little bit further than I would have. And then I'd live 10 years and then do it again. Here's an idea. You sell all of your earthly possessions. Mm -hmm. Take that money. Put it into the bank. Mm -hmm. Cryo-freeze yourself for however long you think it would take to build up a good interest. And then unfreeze yourself to live off of that savings. You know, 50 years savings. (laughs) That it's been building up interest. The only fear would be that the stock market would crash and you'd literally have nothing and you'd be 50 years out of date with your skills. And it's a big gamble. It is a big gamble. You're rolling, you're basically on the roulette wheel and you're rolling for black and hoping that red doesn't come up. (laughs) The other option, of course, uh, that we're all thinking is you rob a bank. And you get all that money, and then you just lie low. Lying low, buried underground, cryo frozen. That is. You wait until the statute of limitations is out for robbing banks. If it's a thing, I'll Google it later. I know that there's no statute of limitations for murder, so you better do it clean. Yeah. And then you just come back and you're like, haha, it was me. All this money's still mine. Now the money might they might still be able to reclaim the money, but probably not the interest. maybe not. <laughs> so it's got to be a lot of money <laughs> and you can't you gotta do it clean. You gotta do it Rick and Daff style, yeah, but not Rick and Daft style where you actually in and out two minutes jetpack jet skis, one explodes, <laughs> live in an island. yeah buried underground Prav Frozen. but here's the thing is that might be available eventually. But anybody who's going to cryo-freeze you on the black market is just going to take that money. Well, yeah. Probably. They're going to have however many years to find the money. <laughs> or if you don't tell them about the money, they'll Murder cryo-freeze you. you, but you'll wake up with no kidneys. Yeah. And you'll be like, uh, excuse me. I can't filter my urine. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, uh, you didn't need them for the last 30 years. What's the problem now? Yeah. Then you have to cryo-freeze yourself again in hopes that medical science advances. <laughs> Here's what I was thinking, a couple different things. One, uh, air travel. Mm-hmm. Like if I think initially, if cryo freezing was a thing and it became cost effective, uh, people would ha- pay to get cryofrozen and just like taken across like cryofrozen. Because I would love to be cryofrozen for a trip to Europe, <laughs> so I would not have to. It's not that long. It's not worth it. <laughs> so would you still go by plane or would you go by like shipping container well i think i'd still be in the plane but i'd probably be in the cargo hold but i think initially that would you'd have to pay extra to do that and then i think that they would realize how much money and time they'd save by just having a bunch of cryo frozen cargo and so then eventually it would just be like cargo space and then like first class for people who didn't want to be cryo frozen you'd have to pay money not to have your body frozen yeah (laughs) yeah You'd just be like, there'd be an airplane crash and they'd just be like fishing cryo, like cryopods out of the ocean. You'd you'd probably actually survive a plane crash a lot easier. If they had a flotation device. Yeah, I think I think that part wouldn't be so bad. What I think would be the issue is, is that I usually get to my exact destination. No problem. My luggage, not so much. Would you want to be cryo frozen with your luggage? Well, if you're in the cargo section in the plane, you're figuring they're going to onload you, offload you, similar to luggage. Probably. So you might wake up and be like, man, it's a little bit hot for uh, Normandy. I thought I was going to the French Riviera. And they're like, this is a guitar. why are you here and you're like ah also uh you have no permission to be in this country (laughs) you didn't apply for a visa i didn't want to go here no one does it's 140 degrees (laughs) well my guess would be that the uh, cryopod would have like some sort of storage device so Mm -hmm. like all your luggage would just get put in the side next to you or underneath you or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you'd be like frozen (laughs) um and you'd have to pick a pose that was probably government issue like you were not able to do certain poses (laughs) but if you think that the baggage handlers mess with your luggage now they would totally mess with your cryo frozen body uh depends like if you're actually sealed in there and just unsealing you would like wake you up then probably not yeah if you're actually frozen then i don't even also know how that that would work so i don't think they would mess with you uh the only see the fear would be that just you're it's just like you're in it like a coma basically so you have no control over anything so like somebody gets cryo frozen for a flight and then somebody sneaks in and like murders them or like throws their body out of the plane or the car or wherever they're at. Do you know how dangerous it would be though? Kidnappings and human trafficking would be awful because you'd be totally asleep until they woke you up so that's true you just so wake up in a in a foreign you country you wouldn't lose or wherever. your luggage they would be like oh we like that one he looks like he's got a good strong back for some labor let's just grab him bring him down to who knows where hold on to him for six months until his family's the only one left looking for him <laughs> and then unfreeze him yeah that is the fbi's like he's probably dead <laughs> it's been six months there's no chance <laughs> Uh, like I don't know if people would be so I think we would be frozen for travel Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there would be a whole subsection of elderly people who could afford to be frozen like annually Mm -hmm. so I think what they would do like we, we have snowbirds I think that that whole concept would be taken to another whole level like basically they would freeze themselves during the winter until flu season's over And then they would awaken from their slumber and go to Arizona. Which, to me, that makes no sense. Because, like, you could just go to the Southern Hemisphere. They have summer there as well. Maybe. Well, but that costs more than being cryo-frozen for just six months. They'd probably save money on their electric bill and all those other things. (laughs) Like, they're not eating. That's true. What if they could do this thing where basically they were like cryo frozen in this place and then they had like some sort of agreement where like FedEx comes and picks them up and then takes them to the airport and they're flown to Phoenix and then woken up. That would be the real that would be the real deal right there. I could I could definitely see that. I think it would be used for space travel to be sure. Definitely. We would start going to the far reaches. We'd be like, you're not going to care how long it takes. So let's just freeze you um, and then send you to Mars. Takes a long time, but like, you'll be fine. Or forget that. Just say, oh, you want to go to Mars? Tell you what. We'll freeze you, and whenever we get there, we'll unfreeze you. It might be a hundred years though before we get the technology. Meanwhile, they've been doing the like tests on you. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, uh, wait a minute, I don't remember having a bionic arm. Uh, <laughs> that that was always like that. <laughs> Memory you signed a contract. <laughs> yeah. Memory's the first thing that gets damaged on being unfrozen. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> 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 don't you remember that conversation, Malcolm? Uh, my name's Jim. Malcolm, we've been over this. <laughs> Here's a video of you agreeing. And then just like them unfreezing you and being like, write your name down here. You signed the contract. <laughs> Dang it. That wouldn't be so bad, though. Honestly, if, like, if I was like, I don't know, 60, let's say I had some terrible thing happen to me. Or I just felt like I didn't have as much to live for as I would have in the future. I really want to see what a civilization on Mars looks like. Just put all your money in the bank, let it collect interest, and say, "Hey, wake me up when we have a civilization that's decent on Mars." Yeah. Here's the other thing. Like, would I think there are a couple different types of people? Weirdo eccentrics like you, mm-hmm. uh, and present present here, uh, old people, and then people with terminal illnesses. Yeah. And I think that also there would be like. I think that we they'd like have this list they'd like go into the, like each new day they'd be like okay what are the parameters say for like whatever. Oh, hey, uh the Cubs are in the World Series. This guy wants to be unthought. So they'd go thought that that one guy. Oh, this guy's 401k just hit a million. Unfreeze that guy. <laughs> but the the hard part is, is I can't imagine it would be uh, a fast this poor guy process. wants to be unfrozen when the Browns are in the Super Bowl. He's <laughs> never going to wake up. He doesn't even know that team doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that would be it. That is interesting. What if it was no longer possible to do those things? With, I think they'd probably contractually have to unfreeze you unless they were crooked. Yeah. <laughs> or get really good at faking things like the Browns being the Super Bowl. Yeah. They just have like a simulation you wake up for like, oh, that's great. If yeah. you're a con man, I mean, that's like pure gold right there. Like, basically, you f- cryo freeze somebody and then, like, awaken them into, like, a new reality. <laughs> or you don't even do that. Like, if, if you're really going for, like, the fast con, not the long <laughs> con, but the fast con, you set up, like, a decent, like, thing where you're like, okay, uh, yeah, cryo freezing. Uh, everyone who wants to, you know, wake up in 100 years for running a special, it's great. It's this much money down and then you're going to be billed this much, you know, per month. It's pretty low, though. Uh, And it's fantastic. And then he gets like 100 people to sign up Mm -hmm. and he doesn't even freeze them. He just like just like sedates them for a week. (laughs) And then the day before they all wake up, he just jumps town, and they all wake up and like. What the heck? This is just, this is just next week. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find him. Except for there's that one guy that just can't believe it. He's yeah. like, it's the future. <laughs> what a marvelous future we live in. Everything's so strange. <laughs> that's a salt packet. What a crazy time to be alive. <laughs> I imagine there'd be a lot of fake freezing going on. Yeah, that's probably true. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> Plus... I mean, like, as nurses, we kind of know this. There are always outliers. Not everyone responds to medication exactly the same way. So there'd probably be, like, only, like, one in, like, 800 million. But that's still quite a few people. (laughs) They're, like, you wouldn't freeze them on the way. (laughs) Or, like, they'd be frozen, but they'd still be, like, awake. You'd see their eyes (laughs) moving back and forth. And so you'd be, like, in the bottom of an 18-hour plane, just frozen. But now you're frozen. You can't move. You can't scratch your nose. And you're like, this is hell. Yeah, this is the worst. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I think that people would use it to escape. Like, like they'd be like, uh, so and like the mobs after me, or like um, I think somebody's trying to murder me, or I hate my family. <laughs> yeah. And they'd go and freeze themselves for like a set amount of time to get away from whatever problem they had Mm -hmm. the only problem with that is if you're freezing yourself to get away from a problem you may wake up to a reality that's even worse that's totally true (laughs) hence if people are like oh my goodness i don't like the current administration and i know they're going to be in power for the next four years let's freeze myself for the next four years big mistake that's a terrible mistake Escaping that problem, you might wake up in a worse area. Also, you have unfro you have frozen yourself to like get away from your problems. So like the people who are opposed to like whatever administration, if they're all freezing themselves, you know who's gonna have all the power? The people that agree with them. Yeah. There are midterm elections, yeah. not just every four <laughs> years, guys. You may yeah, that's that's really true. <laughs> You come back, and it's just worse. It's like, it just keeps know. getting worse. You keep freezing yourself, hoping that it'll get better. Big mistake. We're on our fifth Trump presidency. <laughs> How did that even happen? We have Eric now. He's the worst one. <laughs> Somehow, he's even he's the biggest tyrant of them all. <laughs> Which is humorous to me, because I think I've heard him say, like, three things. He seems very shy. They, <laughs> yeah, um... I don't know. <laughs> do you think they would start using cryo freezing for prison sentences I, I think it depends so because you're not awake during it they'd have to be longer sentences i think in order for it to be like you got punished but the thing is is prison's not supposed to be about punishment it's supposed to be about rehabilitation we kind of forgot that <laughs> there's no way to rehabilitate somebody if they're frozen Was it? I think initially it was just about punishment. Maybe now it's supposed to be about rehabilitation. But I think initially it was like seen as like a moral step up from a horrible, grisly (laughs) murderer. Well, yeah, but I mean, like that's the reason why we have parole is that the idea of rehabilitation exists, and that like you can get out early because of behavior and all those kind of things. So that's where they have like life without parole, where it's like nope. You're a terrible. We don't think you're ever going to get better. Well, those people we just cryo freeze and then blast into the sun. Yeah, or we get one of those spinning mirror things from Superman Three. Genius. (laughs) the The only problem with that is that you're cryo freezing somebody, so they come out the exact same age. Just so they may just you may just find that they're committing just way more heinous crimes. (laughs) You'd have to leave their mind unfrozen, so they're just alone with their own thoughts. Well, that's terrible. That's, that's like that's torture. That's cruel and unusual. I think it's already probably torture enough to like send them 50 years into the future, and like everybody in their family is dead. <laughs> 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 they have no discernible skills for the timeline that they live in. You're probably just creating... A- cycle of crime and a future of criminal yeah, <laughs> homeless people in the yeah, future. Super criminals because they've probably learned to function without sleep because of all of the Can you get can you, can you even imagine that? Like for the worst offenders ever. Like you're frozen and you're awake, but this time we're putting headphones on you. There's this one song. Barney music. Wheels uh, on the bus go and run. <laughs> for like eighty years and they're like yeah, you would you would come out of that just insane. You'd probably come out of that psychotic and insane. Yep. Cause like uh, sleep deprivation and like isolation has been shown to be like a form of torture. Oh yeah, definitely. Like people go crazy if they're left alone. Yeah. And and <laughs> like not getting enough sleep is incredibly bad for you and straining on every part of your body and psyche. I know just like the few weeks that I've had where I've gotten like very minimal sleep, I I didn't feel like me. I didn't think I was making sense when I was saying things. And everything hurt, even though I hadn't done anything. Do you think that those people, if you left them awake though, would eventually like their pain receptors would just turn off? I don't know. I think that they would just become super criminals. <laughs> Do you think there would be any, some, any sort of like uh, Carmen, where in the world is Carmen San Diego type situations where like somebody is on the run from somebody else or they've like they're on the run from the mob and then the mob freezes a guy and like tells him to unfreeze himself every year to search for the criminal that they're trying to get? Okay, this is, so this was the, my favorite part of the episode that didn't load was <laughs> how great would this be? Yeah, you 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 screw over the mob and they're like We're Because the mob kill this is guy. one of the recurrent themes in this podcast. I love to talk about the mob And Planet of the Apes. It's the two of the apes staples and the mob. But so you've you've screwed over the mob and they're like, Look, we haven't been able to find uh Itchy Jim for uh Itchy Jim. He's, he's always scratching. He's just <laughs> this nervous dude. He's uh, on meth. <laughs> we think we think he took all the money. So uh, he probably cryo-froze himself. We've searched everywhere. We can't find him. So what you're going to do is you're going to cryo-freeze yourself. And every year, you're going to unfreeze and search for him. Here's the thing. The bounty is in a savings account. And it gets bigger and bigger the longer it takes. So, I mean, takes a long time. You get more money. That's true. I think there would also be like a mob like legend that would be like a f- hundred years ago. Like, you know, <laughs> this guy was frozen. This mobster fat Tony was frozen. <laughs> the legend says that eventually he will return with the head of Itchy gm <laughs> or whoever it was that you said, <laughs> like he'll come back with this guy's head. Um, and he's been given this specific password <laughs> This is the password. <laughs> so, like, eventually this guy will come up wearing like completely wrong clothes yeah. that don't fit the era at all. And like <laughs> here's the other thing Would people volunteer to be frozen as human time capsules? I feel like if you were a really, really bad historian, that's your only option like you suck at the whole historian thing. You're like, "You know what? I'm going to be a historian for the years of 1987 to 2017. Freeze me and in 300 years, I'm going to tell everybody about what this time was like." Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be like that would be really bizarre because you'd be like still like a person out of time. You'd be really confused. You wouldn't but you'd have this like knowledge of something. To Where you'd be like advancing, like the studies of whatever subject. <laughs> There's some kid who raises his hand. What was 2016 like? <laughs> you just pour yourself a bourbon. All right, so first they shot this effing gorilla, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just get like super sad and like <laughs> deep. What was the common man thinking? Uh, trick question we weren't thinking yeah. clearly. We weren't thinking anything. We were too. Conf- we were too consumed by uh, memes. Yeah, cat memes. We What's don't... a meme? <laughs> okay, <laughs> another bourbon. <laughs> you're just like you start teaching. They're like, we don't even teach that way anymore. <laughs> That's not even a style. This is agrarian style that you're teaching in is terrible. Everyone just gets automatically uploaded with all of humanity. Humanitarian, ah, humanity's history. Yeah. What? Yeah. So where's your port so I can plug in? There's oh, definitely going to be a survivalist who like learns everything there is about survivalism, and like then freezes himself just with the specific purpose of being unfrozen when society goes to hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if there's zombies, uh, go ahead and unfreeze me. <laughs> yeah. And if uh, the entire civilization breaks down. And shooting people isn't that big a deal anymore. Also, unfreeze me. If Ronald Reagan comes back, yeah. you know what to do. Unfreeze me. <laughs> Cyborg Reagan? Uh, wait, hang on. There's a guy that reminded me of this. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! There's a cowboy back in the White House. <laughs> My time to shine. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd be happy for that guy. <laughs> living the dream. That's the thing, though, is that when you freeze yourself, you really put your future in somebody else's hands. Yeah. I think it's a really dangerous move. All your eggs in one basket. Yeah, all your eggs in one basket. The other thing is, is that I think eventually there would be people that would be frozen and like they would be de- declared and they would have no living family members or like whatever parameters would be not possible and they'd be declared like wards of the state and then the state would be like we can use them to do experiments on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's something you have to be careful about running into. Um, So you freeze yourself, like let's say a hundred years into the future and you unfreeze. You would have to like, there'd be an app uh, on whatever kind of things they have, like cell phones in the future that would let you know that like the person that you're hanging out with or dating or whatever is Make there? sure they're not related to you. Because think about that. If I have kids, and then, and then figure a generation's roughly, true. roughly 20 years, there's five generations by the time I'm unfrozen. There would also probably be an app called like CryoDate that would be like, you were frozen in the year 2017. Here are five people in your area who were frozen within the in the last five to ten years surrounding that year. Yeah. <laughs> you will have similar culture yeah wait you were frozen in 2017 i was frozen in 2020 (laughs) wow what was that like (laughs) Uh, wild and i just heard we missed the last 33 seasons of law and order it's still on do you want to get caught up (laughs) sure (laughs) what if you were unfrozen and found that the language you speak doesn't exist anymore Oh, that would definitely happen. You definitely would have. I mean, slang changes so quick. You couldn't understand anything anybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be weird. We'd probably, be, like, those cryo-frozen individuals would probably be, like, segregated into their own, like, areas. I mean, so, so- this, go- this goes directly into the whole uh, idiocracy idea like with being people being frozen for a long time coming back and they're the smartest person what if society totally degrades and does something you don't want to be a part of you don't have any choice to go back you can only go forward again or deal with it that's true you either well and that's assuming you even have electricity to power your cryo freezing unit and it's yeah. still functioning it, it has to be like solar panel so solar powered and also like geothermal Earth energy-powered. You'd have to be, like, in Iceland on a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the winter. Just to make sure that, like, you have access to some heat and some sun. No, one the other. see, I think you'd want to be near the equator. But what if, like, what if global warming really does happen, and we peak and then crash into the Ice Age? Well, then I'll be put somewhere, like, in the... Uh, prairies in <laughs> south america <laughs> that's what i'm saying over like a thermal hot spot in the earth's crust there you go it's a solid bet that's the that's the ticket <laughs> But yeah yeah that's a that's a tough one i think you could also see like really terrible governments cryo freezing for population control mm-hmm. like there are too many people um, each of you will be cryo-frozen for, like, one-month periods. <laughs> like, like there can only be four people in your household at once. There are five of you. You will have to rotate. <laughs> you draw straws. Yeah. Me again? I just woke oh, up. Man. <laughs> yeah. Mom is living a really long time, but it's because she just keeps volunteering to be yeah. cryo-frozen because she can't stand the rest of us. <laughs> That's horrifying. This, this cryo-freezing idea is not... I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> Grandma wakes up. She's like 19. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going out. And you're like, Grandma, again, only four of us. Like, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving. That's horrifying. I definitely don't want to be cryo-frozen. I think it only leads to nothing, nothing but hardships. Once again... Any new developments or technology just leads our civilization. One step closer to the planet of the apes. We're already on the precipice. Of of, the planet of of the apes? Or destruction. Or both. Well, here's the other possibility. Humanity nukes itself into oblivion, and then the apes rise up (laughs) into that vacuum. And because of a small clerical error, you accidentally typed in an extra zero, and you don't wake up. In twenty one seventeen, <laughs> you wake up in thirty seventeen, and you're oh, like, man. "Crap!" All these apes are around. They're like, "Who are you?" I told you. I think I'd be able to get with an ape princess. <laughs> that would be my hope. You, I think you would have the forethought, or the, at least the the improvisational skills to just roll with it. You wake up and they'd be like, "Who are you?" And you'd be like. I was their king. Step forward. (laughs) It's uh, thank you for asking. You can pretty Um, much make up your own history at that point. That would be wonderful. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) I am a god. Just don't test any of the things I say next. Your just basic understanding of like weather patterns and magnets or whatever just instantly makes you the most like smartest, most interesting person they've ever met. I, I imagine if you were like the ultimate big trophy hunter, like let's say you're, uh, let's say you're like a TR you got Teddy Roosevelt (laughs) and you're like, all right, I have my fully loaded automatic assault rifle. I'm just going to spin the dial and wake up in some future era and I'm going to hunt whatever I find. (laughs) Dinosaurs are back. You're like, this is great. (laughs) But what I more see is Teddy Roosevelt just waking up and just start killing people indiscriminately. (laughs) They're like, what are you doing? (laughs) They're all cyborgs. Yes, All of us are cyborgs now. Who's fleshy is this? Guys, this is ridiculous. They're green monsters. No photosynthesis just became a normal reality of life. (laughs) Please stop shooting us. Thank God you didn't you didn't shoot him in any vital uh, in vital organs. (laughs) He's able to regrow that limb. I mean, thank God. I mean, literally. (laughs) I I think that would be just a hilarious. Someone would do it. Someone would be like, you know what? I think humanity is pretty much crap. I'm gonna wait until they're all gone. I thought you were going where somebody would kidnap people so they could hunt the deadliest game of all. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going, but uh obviously I was <laughs> way off on my own my own track. <laughs> I think you'd you'd naturally have to be like pretty even keel on most things. Like you couldn't be a huge introvert or huge extrovert because it could go so poorly depending on what happens like if no humans are left and you're a massive extrovert and being alone that drives you insane that would be horrible do you think that there would be people that were like we volunteer we all want to be cryo frozen we're going to be set in this community like in like 50 years we'll all wake up at the same time we don't even know who these people are but we're going to try and build our own utopia." So, like, they essentially all sign this contract, so they all wake up and try and, like, make their own civilization in Mm -hmm. some period somewhere else. But for the experiment to be perfect, they have to be launched in the future 50 years or however long. Yeah, I could see that happening. I could also see what's the what's the number that you need to repopulate the Earth? There's a specific number. It's like 50,341. What? Uh, yeah. It's, oh, to repopulate the entire Earth. Yeah, like in order to have enough genetic diversity and enough people, like they, it's some, some weird thing like that. I think I remember Excuse um, uh, City had a had a thing on, but if you could find that many people, and you'd be like, you know what? We think this whole global warming thing is really going to get us. Earth's going to be destroyed. We're gonna we're gonna bury ourselves and cryo freeze us for ten thousand years humanity's going to be gone. The Ice Age should be, like, coming out of its spell a little bit. And if we're still around humanity, great. If not, we're starting a brand new humanity. We're not going to mess it up this time. How about this? If you could only choose one item to be cryo-frozen with, or items to be cryo-frozen with, obviously they can't be electronics or anything like that. What would you choose? Um... Was either a gun a gun that's not bad or a swiss army knife i was thinking a barrel of oil <laughs> why well because i figure if i go into the future that oil is going to be more and more scarce so if i have a barrel of oil at least have something to barter with as long as you don't go too far and they stop using oil altogether. Well, my hope would be that society would be as stupid as they're being now and just use all the oil and then never figure out any alternatives. Mm -hmm. And when I, like, I'm the only guy with a barrel of oil. (laughs) Hey, that guy has a barrel of oil. He must be a millionaire. (laughs) Like, some crazy, like, elite guy is like, I will buy that barrel of oil for for Mm $200,000 so I can, like, make it into gas and drive my... ferrari one mile (laughs) yeah or that guy with a futuristic gun would be like sweet free oil (laughs) zap (laughs) he just takes my oil i was thinking either that or maybe like some gold or something i think gold is probably at least for hundreds of years has always been valuable like you know Seems like it. And gold is gold is useful in a million different ways. Um, like it's in electronics and other it's stuff. Super good at conducting electricity. I'd just be, I'd just be wearing like a gold plated suit. <laughs> Except for so cryo robbing would then become a thing. Mm-hmm. It would become a serious thing. Like people would be like breaking into the like the the more mom and pop cryo freezing facilities and like robbing those people. of. Oh, this is the, I didn't even think about this. What about this staffs? Your identity is stolen while you're cryo frozen. You wake up and somebody has gotten your identity. And because you're cryo frozen, you have no idea. They've committed tons of crimes. <laughs> They've racked up tons of debts. Actually, see, this is what the mob would be doing. They'd be like running their own cryo freezing organization, and then they'd just be using those people's identities. I imagine that you'd have tons of bad debt, tons of felonies. Yeah, and they'd have a really hard time proving you are you. Mm-hmm. Except they'd probably believe you because they'd be like, everyone knows that guy has tons of felonies and bad debt. Mm-hmm. No one would say that they're actually that person. <laughs> I was well, I was thinking it would be hard to prove that you were the person if that if the mob was actually involved, if they're the ones that froze you, then they would try probably figure out a way to like make you just seem crazy. <laughs> oh, this guy? Yeah, uh they like falsify your records. Yeah, he was uh when we froze him, his medical records said he had severe schizophrenia with uh delusions of grandeur. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> I found that answer to the smallest th- uh, number. What is it? It's about 5,000 individuals. Oh. Although, for the population... Um, you got to your mic. ...without human intervention. With human intervention, at 500 individuals, couples can remain monogamous, but, m- but mating pairs must be approved by a genetics board to ensure genetic diversity and limit inbreeding. <laughs> and you could do it with 50 individuals... But each individual must have as many children possible with as many different partners as possible over their lifetime with approval from a genetics board. Yeah, I think Star Trek did an episode like that where it was like, every person has to have three, like... Three spouses, and they need them. <laughs> that's my favorite episode. They were all excited. It was such, it was such stereotypes too. It was like it's like the poor super Irish people, hyper elite liberals, and the poor Irish. <laughs> yeah, it was very <laughs> what? Yeah, what's funny about Star Trek is they're all in the future where like apparently there's no poverty or anything like that, but they very much go off of like uh, racial stereotypes. Oh, you're a Klingon. Your entire civilization is just very warlike and barbaric. Mm-hmm. there is no racial diversity within the group at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ferengi up oh, you must be extremely greedy mm-hmm. and be just a swindler and super <laughs> conniving and sneaky never let family stand in the way of profit <laughs> Isn't that like, what is it like the rules of acquisition? Yep. Yeah, that's like their Bible. <laughs> and then there's that overwhelming power. There's that huge power they believe in, which is the, uh, it's like something of the market. It's <laughs> like uh, benevolence <laughs> of the market. It's like the idea is like, as long as everything's for sale, everything can be worked out. And <laughs> Yeah, everything's negotiable. <laughs> yeah. It's, I love it. They're always trying to get bars of Latinum, which I don't even know what that is. Gold pressed Latinum. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, when humans finally meet aliens, there's gonna be so many space drugs that are gonna kill so many of us. (laughs) And the well, we met this race, uh they were called humanity, but they're all extinct now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What happened? Uh I don't know. We sprinkled out some rocket fuel. The dude snorted it. And we said, no, that's rocket fuel. He's like, yeah. No, actual rocket fuel. They didn't understand. Uh, quickly died, but then spread the radiation. Apparently radiation's an issue for them, too. Yeah. Should have looked at that before. Yeah, <laughs> They all died within minutes. Yeah, Most of them, well, and the, and the ones that didn't die, just like... For some reason, they got really addicted to what we call space juice. (laughs) Their entire civilization crumbled. Apparently, they had just like a thin veneer of like a social framework that was keeping the whole thing together. (laughs) Really no self-control at all. (laughs) <laughs> they seemed super interested in our ability to cry <laughs> Some of them just turned the dial up all the way and just <laughs> And when we came back to check on them they were all dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That, <laughs> it's kind of like uh like It's kind of like um, and this isn't meant to be uh what is it? derogatory but like when civilizations with higher levels of technology meet civilizations with lower technology if they don't just destroy them and conquer them which mostly happens but they share that technology it destroys their civilization anyways most of the time because that because if like something doesn't grow naturally it seems like or at least like within a certain if you don't experience the growing pains of natural progress yeah then like you're not prepared for whatever so like if aliens just came out and were like here's cryo-freezing technology or or they came out and just here's the ability to travel all the universe like it would kill us because we'd be like sweet and we'd end up on some planet insulting like the mayor of some space town (laughs) by accident and then get murdered there's a far side that's exactly like that. And it said Farmer Jim doomed all of humanity when he grabbed an alien by the head and shook him violently. And it shows that aliens coming out of this flying saucer and they have little legs and then giant hands for heads. Like, oh. And he's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Like we would just doom society. So, yeah, I don't think our race would last very long. No. I'm, I'm not even sure we're gonna make it to season four at this point. <laughs> well, we'll have to make some extra episodes so that if one of us survives, we can like uh, have some like uh, archived. Well, and there's actually, episodes. That's an interesting thing too. Uh, there is a word bank that you can start saying just random words and it uh, it records them so that if you lose your voice like ALS or whatever you can still have your own voice it's like Stephen Hawking did that and sort of a bunch of other people too huh so if you want to listeners you could start recording they give you this big big book of like random words to say aloud and it's like in different ways like i would say like how like How did that happen? I thought you meant like an Indian greeting. (laughs) How? (laughs) I was like, Das, that's terrible. Like, like, tell me how it happened. I'm like, how? But if they're like, uh, you don't understand it, I'm like, how? Like, and so, Uh, like, like, so with the tone and inflection. Yeah. And so you record all those, and like, it makes it, Rick, you could die. You could be dead now, and we could still be recording. That's horrifying. No, say say it again. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. that's great robot Rick. <laughs> that is horrifying devs. Um, yeah, so I think that you know 45 minutes is probably a good time to end. Yep. well, for those of you at home, this has been the Rick and pod podcast. <laughs> we'll see you later. Have a good one.